0: we begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast we pay our respects to the elders past and present we extend our respect to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today Mm
1: Hi guys, welcome to Bumps and Besties, a podcast about navigating the journey to motherhood through fertility struggles, friendship, and all the bumps along the way. I'm your host Lexi, along with my co-host and bestie. Hi, I'm Amy. Our podcast is here to explore the often tricky, usually emotional path to motherhood through the lens of two besties on two different paths. Laugh with us, cry with us, and know wherever you're at on your journey, you're never alone because your besties are here and we have your back. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bumps and Besties. Hello, good afternoon. Hello
0: and hi to all of our overseas listeners too. Yes, we've discovered a fair few of you internationals, some of you over in the UK and Europe and the US. Welcome and we're surprised to see you, but we're glad to have you.
1: We are. Here it was us just thinking, oh, we'll just have, you know, our family and friends, maybe the occasional colleague listening into our podcast, but we're reaching overseas, which is a big surprise. So hi and thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, thanks.
1: So, Amy, what are you up to
0: this week? How have you been? Um, So this week I turned 30, which was a bit of a sad event for me. I didn't want to turn 30, but here I am. I've joined the club. 30's Um, great. It's not so bad so far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cycle-wise, I am just waiting for my period to come back so we can start again. So it's just a waiting game now for my body to decide it's ready. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been on a bit of a break for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we haven't really done anything since the last cycle that didn't work. Concentrated on going to the gym and keeping healthy and staying hydrated. It and looking after myself. Um, this is our last frozen embryo before we would have to start the cycle all over again with all the injections and stuff. So just trying to make sure as my body is as prepared as can be for this last little embryo and hopefully it sticks.
1: Amazing. Yeah, you're in peak performance. <laughs> That's <now>. it.
0: <laughs> and yourself, how was your week?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I've had the worst week of my current adult life (laughs) and I have just had really awful sickness so I I'm fine now but it's a little peep behind the curtain guys we did not record last week because I was literally bedridden (laughs) so yeah it was awful I had a viral infection and also pretty bad bout of gastro so I literally couldn't stand up because I would get vertigo really badly and just need to it and it was a mess so my poor dear husband had a week of leave uh that got chewed up by childcare because he 100% had to dad Solid solo parenting
0: duties last week
1: yeah I mean like I suppose it was pretty fortuitous that it happened that way because it meant that I wasn't asking him to take time off work because I could not parent last week I could barely drink water as it was <laughs> so yeah it was pretty rough but we're we've bounced back we're on the other side now so feeling much better yeah feeling much so this week we are going to have a bit of a shorter episode this week we're going to be talking about something that i think a lot of people think is going to be this wonderful magical life-changing experience but i can honestly say having lived through it it can sometimes be a little bit of a rough trot we are talking about mums groups this week so i have no firsthand experience but what from what i've heard they're pretty hit and miss yeah absolutely it can be ruthless out there and i know you've only just turned 30 but i've been uh, in my 30s for a couple of years now and what i experienced i had not experienced since i was in high school and
0: i shook <laughs> grown women acting like teenagers
1: yeah absolutely and uh, i i can happily say i found my little mum group that i love and adore and i'm meeting new mums sort of every month at the moment which is nice as our current mum group expands because a lot of people are moving around on the Gold Coast, so there is a lot of movement in terms of people coming and going, which is, you know, just the nature of the beast at the moment.
0: And I guess if we kind of start from the beginning, because you don't have many friends in your circle previous that have children. You're kind of the first group. Not on the coast, group. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I grew up in Brisbane just for a little context. So all my girlfriends who have kids or babies, they all live in Brisbane. We live – I live sort of, I guess – Central to the southern end of the Gold Coast. So, to get to my girlfriend's in Brisbane, I'm looking over an hour, sometimes even further, maybe two hours, and depending the on the traffic. These
0: days is horrendous.
1: So, it can be really hard. I really wanted to have some mum friends that were closer, that are sort of, you know, 15, 20 minutes away. Rather than every time I feel like I need to see my girlfriends who have kids and share some experience and have Ted have some other children experience, I didn't want to have to get in the car for an hour to two hours. Yeah. So I am a pretty social person, I guess. Oh, definitely. Very, very easy um, to get
0: along with, very chilled out, easy going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've always, like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I struggle with making friends. I'm quite open to just meeting new people and having a chat with them but we when i first had ted we were living in a different part of the gold coast so we were quite north um really close to where amy is Mm -hmm. so we were able to get together quite regularly and i'd met a few people around that northern end as well who had babies that were similar age to ted which was really what i was aiming for yeah so i really wanted him more so than myself to just have experience with other kids. He's not in childcare as in like he doesn't go to a daycare. So he's not having that experience every day with other kids. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to make sure I was doing my job in making sure he was getting enough social interaction. So i met a few women up there. They were really cool. And then when Hubs and I bought our house, we ended up moving down. We're now in a suburb called Mudrabar, which is sort of like, yeah, I would say like central to south of the Gold Coast, yep. depending on, where you consider the Gold Coast to be from, Um, which makes it a little bit hard when I'm trying to see my friends who are quite north, especially again, as we said, traffic. And when kids are little, they don't always like being in the car for a long time. It's a bit of a like double-edged sword. It's like, if you put the kid in the car for more than 20 minutes, they're probably gonna take a nap, but it's not really enough of a nap because by the time they settle in and then have the nap, it's only maybe 10 minutes out of a 20 minute drive. you're going to wake them up and they're going to only be 10 minutes into a sleep cycle it's not enough Mm -hmm. but if it's a really long time and you're looking at like an hour or so and they're unsettled at that time then you've got a screaming kid in the car for an hour so i think which ted did at first he was not a fan of the car was he no so because he had hip dysplasia when he was born He was in a harness for the first 16 weeks of his life. So trying to put him into a car seat was an absolute nightmare. And it was uncomfortable for him just because of the way that the harness positions the hips to heel. So he was really uncomfortable in the car. So I didn't want to put him in the car for like 40 minutes just for a kind of hangout for an hour with somebody and then 40 minutes on the way back. Yeah. So having a group locally is just, I think it's important. I think a lot of people want that it is a matter of like connection. I obviously don't work in an office either. So it's not like I could just go and swing by my office and see everyone whenever I want and needed some social interaction. So I went looking for a mum's group when I first moved to this suburb. And I found one pretty quickly. And it was a bit of a mixed group. So I went to, I think, two meetings in total. And This is when I went through my weaning blues. So if you've seen, if you've gone back and listened to that episode, or if you haven't, maybe go and have a listen to it. But it was pretty difficult for me in terms of like, my mentality was a little bit shifted. I was not feeling myself. I was feeling quite down as it was. Mm -hmm. So going through a bit of an experience where I felt really isolated within a group was really tough. So I'll go through a little bit more. I feel like I'm probably dancing around what happened. (laughs) But um, effectively, I went along to a group, and it was quite a large group. So I'd say the first meetup was probably about 10 people, and there was definitely a small click within the bigger group. So I'd met um, two girls on an app called Peanut, which I know is really big
0: overseas, but like you hadn't
1: heard of it before.
0: No. And I think like I joined it briefly when I had my first pregnancy and was a fair way into it and thought that might be ongoing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you know it's it's probably a bit like Tinder. It's quite a yeah. miss as to who you meet and the purpose of being on there. Like yeah. there were some women on there who just seemed like they were really out to make a mum friend. You know, actually someone local in the area they could chat with. But then there were other women on there who were just literally whinging about their husbands the whole time. Yeah, so it's
1: it's a definite minefield. So it is, I guess, like Tinder for pregnant people who are looking for friends. Yeah. So it kind of matches you more or less on location. And then we'll, you can sort of set the parameters the same as you would with Tinder to say, like, this is the age group of our babies. So I was looking for kids around the same, similar age to Ted who were in the same area. Because especially the first, I'd say, like, couple of years of a kid's life, you know, a three-month-old and a nine-month-old feel like vastly different babies. Their milestones are so yeah, far apart. So you're really looking for people who really are in the same age and stage as you. So that's why I had Peanut and like I said I'd met a few people up north and they were really nice. So I'd met two girls in there from Peanut who also lived in the same area. They seemed really cool but the chat was really short with them before they invited me into this mum's group and started following me on Instagram and I was like oh okay well I guess like they're just really friendly and that's really nice so I followed them back and I went along to the first meet so the two girls that I had chatted to were part of the small tight clique within the big group. Mm -hmm. So the first time I went along, I didn't really know much about anybody. I was meeting everyone for the first time. There were some other people who were coming in for the first time as well. So I was like, okay, this is good. And then left that, felt really good about it, thought it was a really nice time. And then uh, from my understanding, we were supposed to meet every week. So the next week rolled around, Nobody went to organize anything. And I was like, okay, that's maybe I got it wrong. Maybe it's fortnightly. Another week rolls around. Yes, there's another meetup. Cool. No worries. Go along to it. It's awesome. This one, I definitely felt the click a lot more. Mm -hmm. So it was very obvious that there was like the four girls who knew each other, who were really, really tight. And then everyone else on the outside. But the thing that was confusing about that was that the girls who were in the click were the ones who'd invited me in yeah so I was like if you guys already have your clique and you've got your crew why are you bringing new
0: people Why are you in? trying to add it and grow yeah
1: so I thought it was really weird but anyway went along had a nice enough time I felt a bit weird because I was sitting next to the clique because I got there a little bit earlier when there was just like two of them and one of the girls that I'd already spoken to on peanut was there so her and I sat together and we were chatting and then the whole group joined and I felt like I was sort of getting edged out of the conversation as the rest of the click came in and the rest of the group got there and I was like oh this is a bit weird so I was kind of like trying to I was sitting in the click but not being included. sort of included in that conversation yep. so I was trying to like I couldn't really shift myself either because you're sitting on picnic rug. <laughs> so I'm trying to like talk to the other people on the outer of the clique but I'm sitting with the clique it was really strange but anyway went along I was like oh nah, it's okay like I'm trying I'm getting my bearings here like maybe I'm reading into it too much. Next week goes past again no meetup and I see because they'd all followed like the clique had followed me on Instagram so I was following them on Instagram And I saw that they had all gotten together that week where they had not spoken to the big group and they were all, Oh my God, I love these people so much. These guys are so special to me. Can I just say like our babies were all like five to six months at this time. So if these girls had just gotten together for their babies, They've maybe known each other for like
0: five, six months.
1: <laughs> not not throwing shade. I think you can definitely create a good friendship at that point. But just I was a little confused how these girls were like, this is my family. And I was like, okay, that's your jam. All right. And then so I was like, okay, well, I guess there won't be a meetup because the clique is getting together this week. And I know that because I can see. Yeah because they put it all over their Instagram and they like tagged everyone that was like in the clique to be like these girls are my right or that this is my family and I was like okay very intense yeah it was it was like a lot of emotions and like I said weaning blues were hitting me at this point and I was like I feel really strange about this another week goes past no conversation from the clique to the big group to say let's have a thing so I was like okay well I'm just going to take the initiative since there's like I don't know, I think there was maybe 15 of us at this time in the group chat, and I put myself out there and I said, hi, guys, because I had planned in my head because I these girls had said, like, we meet every whatever it was, Tuesday or something. So Tuesday was starting to roll around. It was like Monday night, and I was like, hey, so just wondering if anyone's keen for any hangout tomorrow because in my head I was like, isn't it supposed to be every Tuesday? Yeah. So I was like, I'll just put myself out there. I literally got 15 no's. What? Every single person in the group said that they could not hang out with me and Ted the next day. And I was just like, okay. So i mean. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm sorry, but, like, I think anyone, if they got rejected that many times over, would feel a little bit sad about yeah, it. of course. I was really hurt. I was like, oh, okay, why am I in this group? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think it's that crazy to ask people like within 24 hours notice if anybody wanted to hang out. And I was like, okay, maybe something happened and like the clique has decided they don't want to be a part of the big group or something, I don't know. Anyway, so I just was like, okay, I guess like Ted and I'll go for a walk by ourselves. No one wants to hang out with us, it's fine. Got on with it, went to the shops a couple of days later, ran into one of the girls at the clique. Mm -hmm. So I have met this girl twice in person, had spoken to her for quite a while on peanut beforehand, or, you know, a couple, maybe a week or so on peanut, had a good conversation, thought we'd gotten along pretty well in, in person, didn't realize there was any awkwardness about it. And I saw her in the shops and because I'd been rejected by everyone literally two days earlier, I was like, oh, do I say anything? Like, should I just pretend I don't see her? <laughs> I literally turned the corner and was gonna walk up the baby aisle and I saw her and I was like, I feel really awkward. So like, keep in mind, like, I knew that they were all hanging out. They love each other to death. They're family, blah, blah, blah. Next day, get rejected by 15 people. Couple of days later, see this girl. And I was like, oh, no, nope, just put your big pants on girl. Go and say hi. You've met her a bunch of times. It would be really rude of you not to say anything. Again, please, I have like mid weaning blues right now, so feeling like absolute crap. But I was like, nope, just go and be polite. There's no harm in you making good effort with somebody. If they're rude to you, then that's up to them. She was so rude to me. (laughs) No. Oh, it was – and I don't – I keep trying to like think back to the conversation and I'm like – Was she rude or was she just a tired mum? Because we're at this point, like, at six months, some people have miracle babies and they sleep through. Her and I did not have that situation. We had spoken about the fact that our babies did not sleep through yet and that we were considering, like, some kind of sleep training or some kind of sleep aid to help us get them to be able to sleep for longer than three hours at a time overnight.
0: Mm -hmm. So, like, her and I, we've
1: exchanged words. We've talked about this. It was so awkward. She was like, oh, hi. And I was like, hey, um, how was your week? And just trying to be as polite and conversational as I could be. And I thought about it and I'm like, was I rude? Like, because I was, you know, mid weaning blues, maybe I was overthinking it. And at the end of the conversation, instead of saying, okay, cool, see you next week, or I'll see you soon at the next meetup or something, she says to me, good luck. And I was like, okay, (laughs) because we were like buying food and we'd had a quick discussion about like the fact that neither of our kids were sleeping. And I was like, oh, I think we're going to get a sleep trainer because I need somebody to like look at what we're doing wrong and see if there's something we could do different. And at the end of the conversation, instead of being like, good to see you or
0: whatever, she said, good luck. So you knew it was kind of definitive.
1: Oh, like, okay. (laughs) Well, you clearly hate me um I don't know why but I just remember leaving that interaction and I just quickly finished off my shop and I got in the car and I bawled my freaking eyes out
0: I oh, you're not a polarizing person you're not someone who you know inflicts their views or beliefs on anyone you know well, I, I walked up to her and was like what do you think of abortion like
1: <laughs> I was we were just talking about no, <laughs> And, like, we were having a shared experience. Like, if anything, I would have thought that that sort of situation would have bonded us because there were a lot of people in the group that were like, oh, no, my baby sleeps. Like, her and I had had this in-depth conversation about the fact that our kids didn't sleep. And then for her to just be like, okay, good luck. And she didn't have the kid with her either. So it's not like she had a kid that was, like, pulling at her or making her, like, be distracted. She was by herself. I had Ted. So I, if anything, I should have been the one that was like, to I have away. to go. But I was trying my very best to like be as polite as I could be, have a conversation, engage with this girl. She looked like she, when she saw me, it was like, "Oh God, I don't want to see her." That was like I could see the look on her face. We've all had that look before when we run into someone we want to talk to. Absolutely. But yeah. I was like, "I mean, really, what did I do?" I've met you twice. Like I thought we were cool. Like yeah. I didn't really realize there was a problem. Anyway, so I'm like, "Oh, that feels like..." crappy that hurts yeah and i was like you know what i know i I knew i wasn't feeling great so i was like let's just leave it we're supposed to have another meet if this if this group is genuinely supposed to be like every fortnight or whatever surely next week they will have a meet so this happened like the thursday i was like i'm just gonna leave it till tuesday and see what happens tuesday comes around not a word from the big group and i was like have i been excluded like i literally was thinking at this point Have they made another group chat and just not added me into it? Mm. Because I was like, how could this group that's supposed to hang out every fortnight, if not weekly, has not now spoken a word in the group? And it wasn't even like there was no discussion of anything to do with motherhood or anything, which I also thought it would be a lot more of like people looking for advice or whatever. And that absolutely didn't happen. So the Tuesday rolls around nothing. So I left the group. I was like, fuck this. This is awful. I'm being made to feel like there's something wrong with me because I
0: continue to be, you know, excluded. And with 15 people, it's not like there were two or three and they could all have commitments. Like surely out of 15 people, someone is free to respond. You would think so. So I just left the group. I was like, I'm just,
1: it was taking up too much space in my brain. And i was like i'm getting nothing good out of this so i stopped following them all on instagram like the click because it was only the click that added me on instagram too which i thought was so weird i'm like why did you start following me and then immediately ignore me because i was like okay now you've met me obviously like not for (laughs) me so i was just like i'm done here this is like it's actually upsetting me i'm sure there are other people out in the world who have kids at the same age who will accept me for who I am and not allow people. Yeah. That's why I was like. This is just not for me. Like it felt really high school. The fact that there was this little clicky group and blah, blah, blah. Oh, actually, I think there was another secret meetup again, like during that week or something. So I was just like, okay, I'm done here. So I left the group. And then uh, one of the girls messaged me from the outer section of the group, not from the click. And was like, oh, hey, I saw you like left the group, but. Her and uh, I had gotten along really well and our kids were obsessed with each other. So we are still now really good mates. Like my husband refers to her as my baby best friend, my BBF. (laughs) (laughs) And our kids love each other and they see each other weekly, if not fortnightly, depending on what's going on. And even though um, her son now goes to daycare, we still make sure that they get their play dates together. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't all bad. You found one good. Someone, bad. someone good <laughs> came out of it, and then also someone from the clique contacted me, and it would have been like maybe not the grocery store girl. No, another one. So the other one I'd been speaking to on Peanut who'd invited me into the group in the first place, and she was like, "Why would you leave?" And like was quite offended, seemed upset with me, and I just said, "Well, I just didn't see the point of the... actually. I think I left it for a while because I was like." Middle of the blues, and I just didn't want to deal with it. And I was like, "How do I tell you that you made me feel really excluded, and that I'm just too old for high school?" So I think I left it for about a week, and then I felt bad because her and I had gotten along really well. So I was like confused about the interaction that her and I one-on-one and like online and stuff we seemed to get along really well, but in the group it just wasn't the same. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes that happens. I guess like people have a connection in like online and then it doesn't translate well, whatever in real life. And she was just like, why would you leave like that? And I was like, oh, well, after a week, I was like, I just wrote back and I said, look, you know, obviously you guys have a really strong little clique. And I just felt really excluded because I was like, you know what? Maybe she just genuinely doesn't know maybe this will help in terms of like maybe it'll help me get back into the group and feel more comfortable if they understand that they need to be more, you know, inclusive of everyone as a whole or if it doesn't work out for me, maybe they'll make it more of an effort with the big group because maybe the other members of the big group are feeling like, why did I join this group if they don't actually want to hang out? So I just was honest with her and I said, look, I just felt really excluded. Like you invited me in and then – I like this had been weeks like so it would have been eight weeks at this stage and i've seen the group twice and i was like for a weekly <laughs> meetup group that thing something's not going wrong. wrong so i just was like full honest with her and she came straight back and was like well you don't understand like we have all been friends since the babies were three months old and i was like okay so that's like 12 weeks <laughs> <laughs> at this point
0: and so yeah.
1: previously it was only a few weeks i know and she was just like very like unable to see that it could be considered to be like a bit exclusionary. I feel like she felt really affronted by me saying I felt excluded. And I said, the thing is like you all follow me on Instagram and you wanted me to be a part of this group, but then all I see is how much you love and care and want to spend time with each other, but not with me or other members of the bigger group. So I was just like you guys have your people. Like we're all trying to find out people because you need that little crew of people that you can come to and be vulnerable with. And I think that's the big thing about mum's groups. Everyone's super honest because everyone's super emotional. Yeah. Like you're dealing with so many crazy hormones. There isn't really much of a time where you can sort of, Filter yourself. Yeah, I like you know when I think when you first meet somebody and you're starting a new friendship, it's almost like dating. Mm. Like you hold back, you're crazy, and you sort of,
0: <laughs> you know, like you take time you present to... the best version of yourself. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But like, let's be honest, at, at mum's group, you're not know, like you're walking out with no makeup, your shirt's probably got vomit on it, and you're immediately talking about like what trauma you instilled when you had your birth. Like <laughs> that's the first conversation you're having with these people, so. Yeah, I was just like, oh, there's nothing I can lose at this point by just being honest. It was pretty awkward and we sort of, that conversation didn't really go anywhere because she was just like, well, that's just how it is. And I was like, okay, that's okay. And I said, look, I am not saying that you did anything wrong. I'm just saying that I don't think the group is for me because I want more from my group than like twice in eight weeks and awkward conversations in it's not the supermarket you were looking for. No, I'm like, we all live in the same suburbs, so you're obviously gonna run into each other, but I would think if I ran into somebody from my mum's group, it would be a delight to run into that person. Yeah. The fact that I was like affronted with this like, oh God, I don't want to see you face. I was and, and good luck. I was like, yeah, it's not really the vibe I'm looking for. I was like, I'd rather be alone than send myself absolutely burko of wondering if these girls like me or not. Like High school was a long time ago. I I, I can't get into the So anyway, I ended up up joining a new group and I'm very happy. But I will just follow up and say that a couple of weeks after I got out of my weaning blues and sort of time had blown over, the one girl that I had, like that had invited me into the group, not the good luck girl, the other one, her and I had stayed following each other on Instagram, but I'd like you know how you can like get someone out of your feed but Mm -hmm. you're still following them i'd done that for a couple of weeks because i was just like i'm sick of seeing this group like adore each other and i'm the loser on the outside you know bringing back high school trauma (laughs) just triggering (laughs) (laughs) so i i'd done that and then after i was out of the weaning blues i just sent her a message and i was like hey look, I just want to let you know, like, I've just realized that I was actually dealing with some mental health stuff during that time. So if I came across as unfriendly or upset you in any way, I do apologize. Like I was really dealing with some stuff when I went through my winning blues and I just wanted to like clear the air. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I thought like, I don't know what I thought, maybe, maybe we could start over or she would understand or, it would be less frictionless. Yeah, I was and just like, look, you. if I do run into you at the supermarket, highly likely, at least like we're cool. Yeah. And it just she was just like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. And then that was it. And then I haven't seen or spoken to any of the clique since then and that was that. So what I did end up doing is finding another group. So within my suburb, there's a really big mums group and it's got like several thousand mums in it. Is is on Facebook? Yeah, yep. it is on Facebook. So within that group, I saw a shout out that was to a smaller group that said like, oh, I'm starting a group and it's just for like people who want to have somebody to go walking with. And for me, that's such a big part of like what I do with Ted, like every afternoon when I don't have gastro and I'm not dying, <laughs> I like to take him for a walk. And I was like, oh, that'd be so nice to have other people to go for a walk with. Mm-hmm. So it started off as just like this person being like, hey, I'm organising a pram push if anyone's interested. Went along to that. It was literally her and I, like the lady who'd organised it and myself. And I felt really sorry for her because she was like, oh, I'm trying to organise this group. But like no one ever comes to anything. And I was like, I'll come to this. <laughs>
0: um,
1: because we both work from home as well. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like her kid is a lot older than Ted and when I say that he's 18 months and Ted's 10 so it's again it feels like a big gap because Riley is running around like crazy and he's like this cool energetic kid and he can jump on things and they develop so different yeah and like Ted's still pram bound like he can crawl but he certainly can't run after anything he's not jumping or anything but it wasn't about that I was like this is a woman who has been through all of the stages I have. She's obviously feeling a bit frustrated with the lack of connection as well, because she works from home and she's a full-time mum. So let's hang out. And so it started with that. I went along to something with her. We met, we got along really well. We clicked pretty instantly, which is always nice as well. And then we just like kept talking and we, I was like, oh, you know, I told her my experience and she's like, totally get it. Been there, felt that. That's why I started a new group and I was like, cool. And she was just like, look, why don't you, like, let, let's, if you have anyone else, like, bring them into the group. So I'd spoken to the other girl I met from the big group. And because our baby's the same age, I was like, hey, just, I don't know how often the other group meets, but if you want to come along to this one, we're going to do a few I things. Yeah. Now. yeah. I was like, this is going to be my new like play group and she was like cool so she came along to a few different events and the thing i like about this group is it is mixed in terms of age so everyone either has like a 10 to a one year old so those babies are like all quite similar or they have like 18 month to two year kids yeah. so it's kind of good in the fact that like the mums generally tend to be like set home mums or part-time mums so they have those free times during the day and then our kids are all similar age so i'm now at the point where i am actually a co-admin of this group (laughs) because uh the original creator was like you seem to always want to come to things i've seen that you've added some members as well like other people i've met on peanut that i've been like hey you live near me this is my play group if you guys want to come along to things And I'm happy to say, like, it's going really well. Yesterday we had a day at Currumbin Wildlife Sanctuary that I'd organized and we had four mums rock up. None of us had ever met each other before. We all had little boys. So there was three of us who had the 10-month to one-year-old and then one that was like a two-and-a-half-year-old. And And it was just awesome. Yeah. So everyone pretty much now has an annual pass to Currumbin, which is great. It's such a, like, fun thing to do because it's, like, if you've got babies, there's a lot for the kids to look at. Yep. It's fun for them to, like, be in the prim and they can – Ted loves the dinosaurs, so we go to the dinosaur section, he can pat all the dinosaur, <laughs> like, figurines and stuff. And then if you've got older kids and it's hot, there's a splash park for them. So it just works out really well. And then, obviously, all of us mums can just come together. No clickiness, no awkwardness. No, and that's the thing, like – we're now up to like 120 or something members, which is just wild. And we now like, even though it started as just like a bar pram push, it is now like people coming from Mermaid, people coming from Palm Beach, like people coming from Benogan. People just want to come together and have somewhere that is a safe space that they can converse with other mums, have some social interaction between kids with no pressure. And I think it's, it's so important, like mentally, it's so important. I'm at home with Ted 24 seven, Monday to Thursday and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like varies how much time we're together depending on work schedule. But to have someone to chat to about, oh, this happened or, you know, the, the these teeth are coming through and this is what's happening with us. And to be able to share information back and yeah. forth in an, in a way that's non-clinical. It's very down to earth, non-judgmental, or at least I hope no one's judging me when I'm sharing. <laughs> but it's all about those shared experiences. Exactly. Because yeah. that's the thing, you can read stuff on a forum. It's not the same no. as sitting down with somebody and being like, Oh my god, this week my kids just been jumping off everything and I don't know how to like calm them down, or you know, oh my kid didn't sleep last night. That's okay let me bring you a cup of coffee. Like those connections are so important. And for me, when I went into like the idea of having mums group, I'd heard on a podcast that was like, your mums group's so important. You've got to find your people they will make or break your whole life. And I was like, put so much pressure on myself to find these right people. And then it was like, as soon as I just pumped the brakes, took the pressure off and went, if I can find people, that's great. If not, that's okay. Like Ted's got great aunties that absolutely
0: love him. Like my girlfriends are very supportive. Mm -hmm. It's just that we don't have no one has freaking kids yet. We can't associate with those experiences you've had with Ted.
1: No, and that's the thing. And I don't like being that person that goes to like a brunch with everyone and all I can talk about is
0: Ted's sleep schedule and his teething and it's so boring I know but we will all be come crawling to you for that advice eventually <laughs> that you'll be light years ahead of us and you'll be the bible of information I'll, I'll be the mum of the group that can like
1: point you guys in
0: the right direction
1: but yeah like I think that's the thing you it it is helpful But don't put the pressure on yourself to feel like it's the be all and end all. Because I know that a lot of kids will like find their own friends when they go to school or they go to prep or they go to kinder, whatever it is that you want to do with your kid. But because of my position, I'm not going to probably put Ted in, certainly not full time care like i think if anything maybe when i have my second baby or something i might put him in one day a week so i can have like one day with the baby kind of thing yeah but he's not gonna be like a full-time prep kid mm-hmm. oh sorry full-time kinder kid so for me i'm like i want him to be able to find friends and i have to do the work for that yeah it's not like we're just going to go to the park and find a bunch of babies because that's not <laughs> how it works. So you do need to kind of put yourself out there. Another thing that I heard was just give it more than two interactions. Like had I not have been going through the weaning blues, probably would have stuck with that other bigger group. And I guess like, it's just really good fortune that I went through what I went through. Those weren't my people. And now I found my people. But I think you've just got to keep going keep putting yourself out there like one of the mums that came along yesterday her and I got along like a house on fire we have really similar situations our kids are six weeks apart they're both little boys they got along really well her and I have really similar interests our partners are in really similar fields so we just really got each other and literally at the gate she's like I could have given you 10 reasons why I didn't come today (laughs) and I was like I know because it's always easy to say Oh, he didn't sleep well. or Oh, the nap schedule isn't going right. Trust me, yesterday I had that. Uh, Ted slept till 8.30 in the morning. That's not a flex because he then did not go back to sleep until 4 p.m. So our meeting was at 11, which is usually after his first nap which would have been great, which is why I organized it for that time. <laughs> so that's the other thing, like when you've got mum's groups, your kids tend to be on pretty similar sleep schedules. When they're a similar age, yeah. When they're a similar age. So doing things together can be pretty easy because you're like, oh, okay, well, we're all on that like morning and afternoon nap yeah. schedule. Whereas that's when like the toddler to baby can be difficult because toddlers will do one sleep in the middle of the day, whereas babies are still on two. Yeah. So timing-wise, it's tricky. But yeah, anyway, so... I was like 100 percent understand where you come from it's always easier to say there's a reason why you shouldn't go but for your own mental health and to just feel human connection and to be able to share experiences that aren't just like the conversations with your partner because that can also feel like sometimes maybe they don't get it because they're not in the same position whereas if you're talking to a mum who's also a stay-at-home mum who's maybe also juggling a side hustle the conversation is quite different to the conversation you'll have with your spouse Yeah,
0: because your days are so different. And it's nerve-wracking for anyone to meet new people for the first yes. time, especially going along to something by yourself. So yeah. the four of you going yesterday not knowing anything about each other would yeah. have been insane for anybody. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to kind of, I guess, keep going to you find your people. And yeah. unfortunately that first experience for you was crap, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, um, and they weren't your people except yeah. for the one who, you know, you now still hang out yeah. with. But, you know. I guess you just keep going until you find it sounds like now you've got a good little handful of girlfriends that have babes similar age and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think
1: that now that I'm doing co-admin with my friends for this group as well, when I put up this event for yesterday, there's a hundred plus women in this group. And when I put up the event and I did it like a week ago, so everyone had ample time to think if they could put it into their schedule i stress so much that nobody knows each other and that it's not a clicky group because there are obviously a few of us who do know each other but it's not that vibe like i've been along to a few meetups now with the toddlers and the toddler mums do know each other quite a few of them know each other because they've been doing meetups for a little while because their kids are a little bit older yeah But I've never felt like I'm super excluded because I have a baby. They're just not those kind of people. And everyone wants to share and chat and include each other, which is really nice. So just remember that. And that's something I really stressed. I said, please, if you've never been to a meet, don't feel like you can't come along. It's something that we're going to do regularly as well. That's why I was like, if you want to grab an annual pass, this is something we're going to do probably every month. If you've never been to one of these things, please don't worry. And like one of my friends who I jo- like had joined the group, she was going to come and then last minute had car trouble and was like, oh, I can't come. And I had it in my head. I was like, well, oh, do I still want to go? Like
0: my one friend. The support person is no longer yeah. there. Yeah. And of I was thing. like,
1: no, that's stupid. And I said, like, I had to sort of G myself up and I was like, you wanted to create this group for a reason because you know that everyone's going to feel the same way as you. So just, re-stressed that nobody knows each other. And I put it like we had a group chat and I said, hey, guys, like I don't feel like weird if you don't know anyone. None of us know each other. Everyone who's a RSVP'd, I've never met any of you. So please don't feel like you can't come because you don't know anyone. We're all in the same boat. We're all mums. So at least on that You've got ground, you already. know, it- yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've had a shared experience. You're living
0: a similar lifestyle in some respects. So come along and have some adult conversation. And I guess for the 100-odd people, the number of people and which people who attend these things is going to change every week or fortnight or whatever it may be. So, you know, you're never going to get the exact same people with that many. And some weeks you may know everyone, some weeks you may know no one. It's going to be the
1: way it changes. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, we always try to make sure that there's an activity. So it's not just like let's go sit in a park and you're forced to talk to each other it's let's go for a walk along the beach so or let's if we're doing like a picnic we'll make sure it's next to a park so those with like little in like kids who can run around and do things have the park as an experience for them so the toddler mums can be in the park and then the baby mums can sit if they want to sit with each other or they can like chase after the toddlers as well so we try and make sure there's always something To do so that people don't feel the pressure just to sit in awkward silence exactly but yesterday like given that none of us knew each other it was awesome like everyone actually clicked somebody was really late didn't matter like they just met us later on in the park when they got there and we all had such a good time we even got like a group photo which is so so cute um one thing i will say Just if you are going to take a group photo, if you want to put it on your Instagram, and this is just something I've tried to get myself into the habit of, ask everybody who's in the photo if they consent to having the photo shared, if you want to share it. Because I know there's a lot of people who want to keep their babies off their Instagram or off anybody's Instagram. So just if you do a group photo, chuck it back into the... You know conversation that you have with everybody and just say hey guys i'd like to share this photo if everyone's consenting to it if not no problem please let me know i can put stickers or whatever over the top yeah i think it's just always being mindful that not everyone is it's online child, it's their right to see how much the yeah, internet has access exactly to yeah so that's just something little little psa for anybody who is going to do it just have a quick con- conversation about consent of sharing photos or videos of other people's kids online and then just, just go for it. But, yeah, don't feel weird about putting yourself out. It's such an important part of mental health as a mum. It's really important, and it actually makes you feel good to connect with other mums. So and it may
0: take a few goes to find your people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if the first one sucks, don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll find other people. Like Your feelings are valid. Have you cry and then get
1: back on the horse? Absolutely, and... absolutely. And a lot of people have joined our group who don't live in our suburbs, so if you're finding that your suburb doesn't have the play group that you want, have a look at the next suburb over. Have a look at a couple of suburbs away or somewhere that you work close to or you've got other family nearby. It's okay to reach out to those other groups. No one's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, but you don't live in 4213. You can't come to our mum's group. Like, and if they do, that's also not your people. Yeah, that's, that's not a group you probably want to be a part of. So, yeah, put yourself out there. Feel supported if you need help with wondering where to start, jump into our DMs. I'm more than happy to field any questions if you're finding it difficult. Try Peanut as well. Like I know it's an international thing. I know it's definitely bigger in the US, maybe the UK as well than it is in Australia. But I've now met a few girls through there who I've clicked with and our babies get along with. Unfortunately, they all live in the north end of the Gold Coast. (laughs) There's plenty of people on there just about filtering through until you find the ones, yeah. Exactly. But one of the girls that came along yesterday, she was a peanut find, absolute angel, absolutely adored her. Her kid was
0: super cute. So just give it a whirl, guys. And best of luck. We won't say good luck in a clicky sense, but best of luck with all actual good intentions. Yes, absolutely. Well,
1: I think that'll be a wrap for us today. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll have another chat with you guys next week about something extra juicy and exciting. We're not going to tell you what it is yet, (laughs) but we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.
0: Bye.